praise the lord all right vessel come back let's do it he has a song that he needs to sing my Lord were you there when they crucified my Lord and oh, oh sometimes it causes me to tremble Tremble, tremble. Were you there when they crucified my Lord? And were you there when they nailed him to the tree?
causes me to tremble, tremble, tremble. Were you there when they crucified my Lord? Praise the Lord. Let us pray. Dear God and Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity for us to be together as your church. Thinking back, lest we forget the wonderful gift of God and the road and way of salvation for us. May your name be praised this morning as we come together to participate of the table, the body and the blood of Jesus Christ. Speak to us by your spirit. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's clap one more time for the Lord. It's my privilege to greet you all and welcome you to this Passover service or Good Friday service. We trust you will have a splendid time with us. Amen. Are you enjoying the open air services? We have uh, winter coming soon. So our uh, vision is to close up before the winter range catches us. What do you think? We try? Amen. It's going to need all of us to work together. Then it is possible. If the body of Jesus works together, then nothing can be impossible. Amen. So I'm very blessed and happy to see you. We thank God for His hand of protection over us that we can all be here. Amen. I appeal to you again to be responsible. This Easter weekend, the devil is still alive and he's still out to hurt, to steal, to kill and to destroy. We are covered by his blood but God also wants us to use our minds and our brains. Amen. So stay safe. Try not to move around too much. We also want to thank the president for allowing the churches to be more than what we normally are in this pandemic. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now we can praise the Lord in larger numbers. Glory to God. Are you all coming back on Sunday? Sunday you must wear white. If you don't have white, it's not a problem. Come as you are. Come Swiss as Never let clothing be a stumbling block for you to come to the house of God. Amen. I won't be long. We are sharing the bread and the wine. And then we also have a Isikosa service after this one. Is it wonderful? The church is growing into a mega church. Hallelujah. I trust God we will have multiple services even in this, full, in this big building. Now today I want to read to you from Leviticus chapter 17. And my message is called Why the blood of Jesus is important. Why the blood of Jesus is important. Leviticus chapter 17. Today is Friday. According to the scriptures, it was on a Friday that Jesus was crucified. Because the Bible says the next day was the Sabbath. And they laid his body in a tomb on a Friday because they could not wait for the three men on the cross including Jesus first to die because Jews did not work on a Saturday so they wanted to bury them on the Friday that's when they came and broke the bones of the two thieves so that they can die quicker without the bones they could not push themselves up on the cross and that meant they suffocated in their own blood. 
Jesus, of course, was already dead, so there was no need for the soldier to break his bones. And that's when the soldier just pierced him in the side to make sure that he's dead. And the Bible says, blood and water came streaming down. Hallelujah. It is that blood that was flowing from the cross that is the purpose and the very reason for Christianity. That's why churches all over the world are having a meeting today to commemorate and to remember the death of the Lord Jesus. It was that day, very, very important day. I think the most important day in the history of the world was when God came down to earth himself in the form of a man called Jesus to pay a price for you and for me. Because there was no other way that man could be saved but by a substitute blood, the blood of the spotless lamb. And we give the Lord praise for that. The Bible says in Leviticus 17 verse 11, the life of the flesh is in the blood. And I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that maketh an atonement for the soul. Therefore, I said unto the children of Israel, No soul of you shall eat blood. Amen. May the Lord bless the reading of His word. I repeat verse 11, For the life of the flesh is in the blood. Why is the blood of Jesus so important for us? Hallelujah. Now in the days of Moses, to whom the scripture was read in Leviticus, Leviticus is part of the Old Testament. These people were traveling from Egypt to a promised land in the desert. I'm sure they were not highly educated. I'm sure there were not many doctors among them. If you remember, they were slaves. They were slaves in Egypt when God sent a deliverer to take them from Egypt to the land that he promised Abram, Isaac, and Jacob. So they could not have known in their slave condition this very important fact that God gave to Moses to tell them. Maybe they thought the most important part of a human body was the heart. Because they felt the heart beating. I'm sure you also felt your heart beating. Maybe they thought the most important part was the kidneys. The kidneys have an important function in excretion of the body poisons. Wow. If you don't understand, say that the pastor is deep the pastor is deep I'm just teaching you what they could not have understood because they were slaves are you listening maybe they thought the life of the body was in the lungs because in the lungs is when you inhale and exhale you inhale oxygen you exhale carbon dioxide CO2 one carbon molecule plus two oxygen molecules equals to carbon dioxide. But God revealed to Moses a very important thing. He said the life of the flesh is not in the heart. The life of the flesh is not in the lungs. The life of the flesh is not in the kidneys. The life of the flesh is in the blood. 
It's in the blood that we find life. This revelation was given to Moses in Leviticus chapter 17 verse 11 and he told the children of Israel this very important message from God that the life of the flesh is in the blood. Therefore, animal blood was used as an atonement for the sins of man. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 3 verse 23 says, All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Romans 6 verse 23 says, The wages of sin is death. The wages of sin, the penalty for sin is death. Are you listening? In other words, your life must be given as a penalty for sin. And now, the revelation says, your life is in your blood. Which means I can also say, your blood must be given as a penalty for your sin. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God, including you and including me. So God requires your life because the penalty for sin is death. But in His great mercy, He told the children of Israel, you can substitute your life with the life of an animal. But I need to see blood. Because the blood will make an atonement, a substitute. The blood will cause me to forgive your sins. It could be the blood of a lamb, the blood of bulls, the blood of goats. And if you were very poor, God even allowed you to bring the blood of pigeons. But blood, He had to see for your sins to be forgiven. Are you still with me? Long before medical science discovered it, Moses taught that the life of a human being is found in the blood. Hallelujah. Today we know that the blood, after studying things through microscopes, x-rays, many great machines in the 20th century, now we know that blood is important for human beings because it carries life to all parts of your body. That's why if you sit in an awkward position and you feel your feet is numb, it means the blood has stopped going there. If you move it a little bit, then you see life comes back there. Have you noticed? Some people have to lose legs and limbs. And the reason for it is the blood cannot go to that part of the body. When the blood cannot go to a part of the body, it's best to remove that part or that part can cause the other parts also to be infected. Are you learning uh, medicine this morning? So they take it off. They amputate it. Sometimes you see a man goes into a hospital with a leg and he comes out without a leg. He's in a wheelchair. But strangely enough, he's still smiling. So if the life of his body was in his leg or in his hands, then he would not still be smiling. The leg is still in the hospital and he's out, but he's still alive. Meaning the life is not in the legs. The life is not in the hands. The life of human beings is in the blood. Hallelujah. Moses understood this because God revealed it to him. Praise the Lord. I read about a man that was coughing blood in an emergency room. And the doctors had to run up and down to put blood in his body because he was losing blood. 
and through the night they were struggling with him and the next morning they discovered all around his bed he was just coughing and vomiting particles of blood no more food particles of blood and unfortunately he died because they could not put enough blood in at the rate of the blood that was going out because the life of the flesh is in the blood do you understand this very important principle that the life of the flesh is in the blood so as doctors race to take the blood to save his life so the blood of Jesus must be hastily taken to all human beings that will die in sin it's something that must be done with speed and quick otherwise you will be a corpse where the blood goes the life goes hallelujah where there's no blood there's no life that's why the bible says if you don't know Christ you are not living but you are dead in your trespasses and sins glory to god but when you find life hallelujah the thief steals kills destroys Christ came to give you life and abundant life and the life is in the glory to god So what can show your life to me if you give me a bowl of your blood that represents your life not your hands not your feet not your ears give me a bowl of blood if we cut an animal let's say a lamb and i bring you the blood of that lamb then i'm bringing you the life of that lamb I cut the chicken's head off and I squeeze his blood in a container and I bring you the container I'm bringing you the life of the chicken and if you look carefully you'll just see feathers lying on the floor and the chicken is dead ready for Sunday roast say amen but his life is gone so we warn the israelites to eat any part of the chicken Don't say we can't eat this we can't eat that you can eat the necky you can eat the pooty the claw hey you can eat what's that thing christine what what is that binnige deelte wat ons eet germs wat noem hulle dit there's a name for it giblet chicken liver you can eat it because you're not eating the life but if you drink the blood and you're eating the life da raak jy nes so hoene dan kekkel jy nes so hoene van die lewe van die hoene is daar nou binne in jou I saw a madman there where pastor Robin lives one day he was standing on a roof he was a mental patient from Stickland and he cut the chicken's head off and he squeezed the blood into his into his uh, mouth hey so make sure when you braai you braai all the blood out if you eat pork and you have too much blood in there as you wonder you la gaat so aan nie as jy wonder jylle gaan so a wild aan nie as die bloed die bloed the life of the flesh is in the blood are you with me still if your blood was to drain out there will be a bowl of blood and it represents your life amen so a bowl of the blood of Jesus that flowed down the cross it didn't fall into a tupperware it didn't fall into stainless steel bowl it ran down the tree it was shed in the primatorium where they where they beat Jesus on his back 
five places on the body of Jesus gave us his blood. It was the whipping on his back. Then the soldiers put a crown of thorns on his head and the blood came streaming down from his head. Then they put nails in his hands and they nailed him to the cross. You must all go make a turn by the cross after. We have a replica of the cross, not the real cross, it's a replica. It's to remind us. The cross is to remind us of Jesus' sacrifice and his obedience to the Father. Glory be to God. And it's also to remind you of your salvation that came with a high price. They hit nails through his hand and the blood flowed down that cross. Then they also hit nails through the feet. It one large nail through both feet. And they nailed him to the cross. And the fifth place of blood was when they pierced him in his side. And the blood and water mingled and came down, streaming down that old rugged cross. Therefore the blood of Jesus that was shed, not spilt, it was shed. If you spill something, you spill it by accident. If you shed something, you give it freely. Hallelujah. The devil tried to stop the crucifixion. When Peter tried to block the soldiers from arresting Jesus, Pilate said to him, do you know I have power to release you? If you speak nicely to me, I can release you. But Jesus remained focused, obedient, determined to fulfill the mission for which he came. And he said to Pilate, you have no power but that which was given to you from above. Hallelujah! And he knew that if he gives his blood, he's giving us his life. Glory to God. It is the only thing that can be offered to God to appease God. Now, it's not the first time you see or you hear this. Most human groups, if you go back in the ancestral history, some still today, but most human groups or tribes have blood sacrifice. Are you listening? That movie that uh, they showed me called Apocalypto, it shows that the Indians in America, South America, they also understood they wanted to give their God human blood. They chopped off a couple of heads and it rolled down the steps. How many of you saw that movie? Yes, they wanted to appease the gods. So it's not a new thing, it's an ancient thing. Even gangsters today, they have this concept in the back of their subconscious mind. Blood, blood for blood. If they say you killed one of our men, then we must pick up his blood. Are you listening to me? Spiritually speaking, blood has big meanings. Which doctors would, would cut off heads of chickens and go put blood wherever they want their witchcraft to work? Many people have complained that blood was put on their doorposts and on their lintels by witch doctors. Or the head of an animal was left there. Because people, spiritual realms, demons, devils, they know the power in blood. Because the life of any human, of any flesh, is in the blood. He says in Leviticus 17, I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. Now the New Testament as I come to a close. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 22. The Bible says almost all things are by the law purged with blood and without the shedding of blood there is no forgiveness of sins. 
This is a very important scripture for you to remember on this Good Friday. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 22. Without the shedding of blood, there can be no forgiveness of sin. One day a Sunday school child asked the Sunday school teacher, but why did Jesus have to die? Jesus was a miracle worker. Hallelujah. Jesus could multiply little bread into many loaves. Jesus could take little wine and make it lots of wine. Wow. Jesus could walk on water. Glory be to God. Jesus preached powerfully. Thousands of people came to listen to him. Jesus taught wonderfully. We even know the stories that he told up till today. His preaching, his teaching and his miracles was the best that ever came to earth. So the question is, why didn't he live till he was 80 years old? Then he could have taught us some more. He could have preached a little more. He could have done more miracles. He could have traveled a little further than Israel because Jesus never left the borders of Israel. But he died at the age of 33. So the child asked the teacher, why did Jesus have to die? And I ask you also that question this morning. Why then did this miracle worker, this life giver, the blind eye opener, the deaf ear opener, the lame walking miracle Jesus, why did he have to die? Do you know why? The answer is in Hebrews chapter 9 verse 22. Without the shedding of blood, there can be no forgiveness for your sins. Hallelujah. It's not the preaching. It's not the teaching. It's not the miracles. It's not my prophetic utterances that will tell you your grandmother's name. That will save you. It is because of the blood of Jesus that had to be shed that you and I can have forgiveness of sins. Glory to God. And the Bible says we all have sin. We all made mistakes. The five big sins that covers all of us starts with lying. How many of you have lied here? How many of you have told a lie before? Yes, you, you see most of our hands go up. And the hands that are not up is the first lie that is being told today by you. It's a lie. If you are told a lie, the English dictionary says you are called a what? A liar. How many of you have stolen before? You walk past your mother's pickle fish pot and you stole a piece that wasn't liquor connected to the onions. Hey! If you steal, you are called a what? I'm talking about sins. We are all sinners. Liars and thieves. And I'm explaining why Jesus had to die. How many of you have coveted before? Covet means you are jealous for somebody else's things. You say it's nice, but you wonder why couldn't I also have it? Hey, you covered your neighbor's goods. You see the brother has a nice girlfriend, you wonder, hey, can I you covered your neighbor's goods, your neighbor's wife. It's in the Bible. 
jealousy, hatred, hatred. The Bible says, if you hate your brother, you are a murderer. So you're not just hating someone. And as friendly as you look in church, you know when anger comes on you, anger, bitterness, you grind your teeth, say, hey! Advance, I don't... You hate your brother. It means you become a murderer in the words of Jesus. Now these sins, they are like stains on your clothes. Are you with me? And the soap companies advertise that their soap will wash you clean. Hey! Sunlight, it cleans. Life boy will save your life, they say. Omo, eesh, can remove stubborn stains. Stubborn stains. And when you have certain stains, you know how it is. My wife will always tell me, give your shirt quick, because if I don't put this in the warm water now, I can't remove it later. It's okay, it's fine now. I'll handle it. Surf. It makes the whites whiter and the colors brighter. Hey. I don't know about the dark colors. I don't know. I think there's a new thing called vanish. They say vanish can take any stain away. But when I was in Ghana, they told, they gave us, what they like to serve as coconut water. It's in a big, real coconut, the water with the straw in. Have you drunk before? Coconut water. But they always warn us, don't let it fall on your clothes. Because this is a stain that no soap can take out. Coconut water. I couldn't believe it, but they told us. Here's a man from Ghana, he will tell us the truth. Yeah, it's okay, Pastor. They say, serve Omo, nothing can remove it. Hey, your sins is like coconut water. Self cannot take it away. Omo cannot wash it away. The only solution for the stain of sin in your life, your lying, stealing, murdering, jealous, coveting son, is the blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ. So the chorus writer in America wrote, he said, what can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus Christ. You can have all the soap in the world. You will not be clean from your stain. I've told the story in my crusades. I tell it as I close. Two men were fighting on a farm. Two laborers. Nobody saw them fighting. And the one killed the other one. And when he looked around, he saw that nobody saw him. And he quickly buried the dead, the body, the, the dead person. Covered him with soil. Took off his clothes. Put strong surf and homo combination with vanish. Aye. And cleaned his clothes so there could be no evidence of the deed that he has done. And nobody knew, nobody could trace what he did. Like many things in your life, nobody knows what you did last night or the week before or last year. And every night when he goes to bed, here's the problem. Nobody could see the evidence on his clothes or on the ground. But when he sleeps at night, two o'clock, three o'clock, he sits up straight with sweat drops running down his brow. Because he could wash the stain from his clothes, but he could not wash the guilt from his mind. It's only the blood where is in the life of Jesus is given for you to wash away that sins. And the Bible says, He will remove your sin as far as the east is from the west.
and you will put it into the deepest parts of the sea and it will remember your sins no more. Human beings don't forget the wrong we do. But I've got good news for you. God said you will remember your sins no more. When you come to Christ, you're like a brand new person. Because what happens at salvation, you are first forgiven. Then you're not just forgiven, you are washed, you are cleansed. Hey! Some people are forgiven but they still smell. They must get a good washing. One day a thief was running away from a mob that tried to kill him. And uh, as he ran, he jumped into a septic tank. A septic tank is where the poo-poo and the pee and everything goes in if there's no toilets in the village. So nobody wanted to touch him because he's swimming in. He's almost drowning in between all the poo-poo and the, and the, and the pee-pee. But the man stretched out a, a, a rod, a stick to him and pulled him out. And as he was standing there, nobody wanted to touch him because he was not smelling too nice. And then a woman said, you are forgiven, but go wash yourself so that you can be cleansed. The blood of Jesus at salvation, when you come for washing, it just, it, you are not just forgiven, you are also cleansed. Hallelujah. And after you are cleansed, you are sanctified. In other words, you are set apart for the work of the ministry. You can preach like Pastor Chris is preaching. Although I had many sins, they were higher than the mountain. But the Lord sanctified me. I can be used as a priest. And you also can be used by God as a priest. Because of the blood of Jesus Christ. When it washes you, it washes you white as snow. Hallelujah. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be red. Though they are red like corruption, they shall be white as who? Though they are as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. That's what the blood of Jesus does. So when Jesus went to the Father on Good Friday, He gave Him a bowl of His own blood. And when the blood was shown in heaven. Hebrews says, like the blood sanctifies things in the temple on earth, that was only temporary. But when eternal blood was shown in heaven, it sanctified things in the heavens. Hallelujah! And it washes you from your sin. I want to say as I close today, there is no sin too dark that Jesus' blood can't cleanse it. Sometimes the devil puts guilt in our, in our lives, in our minds. He tells us the thing we've done can never be forgiven. I want to tell you it's a lie. Because the devil is the father of all lies. And he makes you think that God can't use you and your sins will not be forgiven. The blood of Jesus has the power to remove every stain. Coconut stain, jealousy stain, murder stain, lying stain, all sins can be completely washed by the blood of Jesus. You say, my sins are so high. Andre Crouch said, it can reach to the highest mountain. You say, Pastor, I have gone so low, it can flow to the lowest valley. It's the blood, the blood, the blood. The importance of the blood because the life of the flesh is in the blood. When he gave his life, when the blood flowed out of him, it was his life that he shed for you. No animal had to be used for you. No chicken, no lamb, no goat. A human body was given in your place. And when Jesus died, no more animals had to be slaughtered. For human sac for sacrifice of sins. I've given it to you as an atonement for the sin. But the sacrifice lamb, the spotless lamb of God, became to us our eternal sacrifice. There no longer needs to be an animal sacrifice because the blood of Jesus Christ has cleansed us from the stain 
of our sins. Can you bow your heads in prayer? Before we break bread, I want to invite you today. On this Good Friday service, maybe there's somebody invited you. But you say to me, Pastor, the things I've done, can the blood of Jesus cleanse me? The mistakes I've made, can the blood of Jesus wash me? Can I become a new person like 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, the old things are washed away. All things will become new. That is the power of the blood of Jesus I'm talking about today. He will sanctify you. He won't just sanctify you. He will redeem you. You will belong to Him. He will buy you. To, to redeem something is to buy it. You will be completely God's. No longer the devil's. Hallelujah. And then He will reconcile you to God. If you are here, you say, Pastor, pray for me. Pray for me. I want the blood of Jesus to wash and cleanse all my sins and all my stain. If you die today, are you ready to go to heaven? You can receive eternal life. If you say, Jesus, save me today. Say, Pastor, will God forgive me? God has already forgiven you. You must just receive His Son as the free gift of life, as a propitiation for your mistakes and for your sins. His blood flowed from Calvary 2,000 years ago and that's why we celebrate today to remind us that He can wash us clean from the blood. Somebody said, if the blood of Jesus cleanses from all sin, why am I still sinning? Well, you can work in a soap factory, but if you don't apply the soap to your body, you will also be dirty. You are in the church, but you have not yet come to the altar so that the blood could be applied to you so that you can also be clean. Today is your day. Today is the day the Lord wants to save you. Is there someone here that says, Pastor, pray for me that the blood of Jesus can completely cleanse and deliver me. Put up your hand. I will pray for you. Is there somebody else? Maybe you have stolen, you have lied, you have done many things and the devil has put guilt in your mind to say that you cannot be forgiven. I'm telling you it's a lie. The blood of Jesus has power to forgive you of all your sins. I see more hands going up. Is there more people? Stand to your feet, everybody. Oh, it reaches. It reaches to the highest mountain. Hallelujah. Oh, and it flows to the low, lowest valley. softly if you put up your hand for that prayer I want you to do one more thing be bold be strong come out from the chairs and come stand on the blue carpet here I want to pray a prayer with you so that the blood of Jesus will come right away and wash you from all your stains step out of your seat and come here don't be afraid whether you're a young child an old man a senior person the blood of Jesus will cleanse you from all your sins from day oh today it will never 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 lose bring that table to the front it's bad. if you're not yet saved come come forward it reaches the blood will wash you clean the blood will wash you clean mountain the blood will wash you clean oh 
else that want to join them don't be shy I was 12 years old when I stood in front here I am not perfect but I don't regret making that decision for Jesus Christ hallelujah you washed away all my sins cleansed me redeemed me sanctified me hallelujah and reconciled me back to the father that's why Jesus came. That's why he didn't stay till he was 80 years old. He came to shed his blood for you. That's the main purpose he came. And today I want you to pray with me this prayer. And mean it with all your heart. And then you will be a, a child of God. Say after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I come to you today. I come to you today. Just as I am. Just as I am. Oh Lord, I'm sorry for my sins. Oh Lord, I'm sorry for my sins. I ask forgiveness. I ask forgiveness. Forgive me. Forgive me. Cleanse me. Cleanse me. Sanctify me. Sanctify. Redeem me. Redeem me. Reconcile me. Reconcile. By your blood. By your blood. Wash me, Lord. Wash me, Lord. With your blood. With your blood. Thank you that you came to earth. Thank you that you came to earth to die in my place. To die in my place. For my mistakes. For my mistakes. For my sins. For my sins. I receive you now. I receive you as now. my savior. As my savior. I accept your blood. I accept your blood. I apply the blood. I apply the blood to my life. To my life. Cleanse me. Cleanse me. Make me new. Make me new. Give me a new heart. Give me a new heart. Take out the heart of stone. Take out the heart of stone. Give me a heart of flesh. Give me a heart of flesh. In the name of Jesus, I pray. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Write my name. Write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. From today. From today. I will follow you. I will follow you. And I will serve you. And I will serve you. In Jesus' name.